Right, and here we are with another Cyberpunk Uncensored stream, if I can actually string a sentence together for once. Uh, we have Deuce, Ardor, and Cherie doing their thing. Uh, Pathfinder is again unavailable, but that's you know, mainly because I think we switched days, and that's perfectly fine. And we'll pick all this up later. Last session, uh, we had a little bit of an altercation with Reverb. I say altercation, but he's unconscious, dragged in the... the um, the room upstairs on floor 13, where you all still held out as far as I can remember. And um, yeah, um, just a quick note, if you're interested in the Cyberpunk stuff that we're doing, go check out Cyberpunk Uncensored. There's a Facebook group, Discord, and um, website. And I'll, well, I'm certain that Rob, GM Rob, will drop some links into the description and that sort of stuff. So, picking up where we left off, um, Reverb is unconscious in the room. You've checked him medically. He's fine. Um, what are you doing at this point? Because you're still in room 1304, I think it was, up on the 13th story. And there are police still wandering around downstairs in floor 6, checking out the murder scene. Uh, have I had a chance to check over the various bits of tech in the room? In the room, okay. Now, in Reverb's place, there was a number of pieces of interesting technology, and yes, you have had the chance. Make me a... I was going to say basic tech role for this one, unless there's something I think is more appropriate. Uh, Either way. Basic tech or electronics? Electronics. Uh, security? Yeah, it's not really security, but it's, it's more electronics. Uh, if I go to this one, yep. we have... A whole bunch of random skill checks, so let's wind down to the bottom and get you to actually make a roll for uh, tech modifiers, skill check, critical failure. You only scored 18. 18, yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, <clears throat> okay, so there is, as I said, there is a Robodog drone, uh, Militech standard issue. There are two surveillance air drones, uh, which are all basically I won't say fresh in the packaging but they're not they're not dinged up you know they're only yeah. a couple of months old um, there is the large server and just running through the the, the, the entrance this stuff is encrypted um, mm -hmm. there is a brochure for um, so yeah and that covers the hardware in the room um the little tablet on the table uh has a a little bot uh that notifies netwatch if somebody enters the downstairs flat automatically and just give me a sec i'll be right back cutting out the noise from the kitchen mm -hmm. so yeah and that uh notifies netwatch or notifies ncpd um well, the bot notifies Netwatch and NCPD. PD, okay. So Netwatch will be around this location somewhere. Of course, because they're all digital, you can't see them face to face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And that's so what got... for this communication device, which is encrypted. Well, it's not a communication I... device. It's a it's, it's it's a large data server. It's designed to hold a lot of information. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Um, is it showing any incoming and outgoing traffic? Um, the traffic connection, although it was plugged into the wall and should be transferring yeah. thing, 
um, mm -hmm. the bot has shut that off. So it's no longer ah, communicating okay. externally. Um, the, yeah, the, so, um, yeah, so I'll leave that. Can I open up a, a port or the equivalent thereof on that data server, mm -hmm. um, to allow the Netrunners at Digital Horizons, uh, corporate HQ to access it? Um, so obviously I won't be able to, without interface, really mess with it too much. Well, you don't have the interface, but you can, with yeah. the electronics, you can make a connection that someone from Digital Horizon yeah. HQ could link through. Yeah. The only hassle is they're too far away because you've got to be within a short distance to do this. You can patch a longer range uh, connection, which is a little more difficult, um, mm -hmm. and they will be at a disadvantage when trying to access the system. So, yeah, and depending on what's on the system, it can have some interesting consequences. There is also um, located next to, behind the three um, drone packages, a small uh, pre-line Militech Cyberdeck that is um, generic baseline kind of model. Um, it's got the three um, drone plugs into it so it's designed to handle the three drones um yep. yeah but if you want to make a roll for the patching the connection oh i do remember last time we did do some checking and i lifted the gps data from the, the drones. drones yes yeah and that was found it. where it had been flying around yep yep so yeah i'll try and uh patch in to get the uh the server connected through to, yep yeah to see if they can see what's going on all right well please make me a roll and while you're doing that, um, Shuri and Ardor, what are you doing with the unconscious body of Reverb and whatever else is going on in this room? So he's getting patched up, right? Um, if the others want me to, I can possibly go see, keep a rough eye on the police and things like that. And Well, um, memory, you didn't actually enter the room, did you? Nope. So, yes. Well, we also have... Is the tablet still showing the camera from inside the room? Yes. Yep. And it's making sure that there's a live feed from that camera to the NCPD. Yep. Um, yeah. So, Shri, you want to pop outside... Um, how are you heading down? I'll check with the others first to make sure everything's going to be okay with that. Yep. Yep. So basically just, again, uh, just having ears on them and things like that. Yep. So are you just, uh, you're going to walk down the elevator, um, or sorry, walk, use the elevator down the external, internal stairs, external stairs, how are you getting down to the base level? Because if we flip over to the map that we were using from last time, uh, which was... Juice so, basically had the elevators locked down so they couldn't be used, did he? Um, uh, I did that once we got rid of our evidence. Yeah, I wanted it to well, go back to normal. Even if they were locked down before, they wouldn't be locked down now because the police can then yeah. initiate overrides. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, you can see the main corridor there. Um, so, how are you working your way down? You're taking the elevator? No, <clears throat> I don't. Why would I be in the building to start with? Mm. So I don't want to be coming down, but 
I'm actually thinking the stairs. Well, you're up on level 13. The police will be on level 6. So you're going to stare well down. Carefully and just taking my time. All right. Um, make me Not a perception roll as you're heading down. Um, Ardor, are you doing anything? No. No? You're just going to keep an eye on Reverb and make sure he doesn't wake up and stuff? Pretty okay. much. All right. Um, so, Deuce, you have yeah. patched through the connection. Um using the available technology and the netrunners from Digital Horizons are doing their thing. On which one did you want me to roll? Perception. I thought you said deception for a while. Uh, well, it could be deception, but not in this case. Alright. Something didn't go right there. Ah, perception two, intelligence nil, outcome zero. Okay, that's not a positive thing. Uh, that doesn't. But you seem rolled a right. nine. Hang on. I've got intelligence six, six, perception four. Okay, so that's ten. With a roll of nine is nineteen. That's perfectly fine. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, all right. So. So obviously, my circling, yeah, as you're circling down the stairs at about level eight. You hear the shuffle of, of heavy-soled boots um, as two guys in, I suppose, standard heavy police-issue armour and gear have basically standing on the door by level 8, talking, um, vaping something that smells like um, coffee and, <clears throat> I don't know. Mm, yes. Sorry? Um, yes. Coffee and... Um. Well, uh, yeah. Smells like a slice of Melbourne. Coffee and sewerage. Um, that's as it comes out of their mouths. Um, the Real Man Cigarettes, TM. Um, I can't remember the, the nature. It was a combination of um, something and beef jerky, I think it was. Um, from old 2020 days. But... Um, yeah, you can hear them shuffling around um, just by the door of level six. They're not coming up. They're not going down. Um, sure, just have a try and update your um, character sheet and see if that fixes it. Um, but they're just sitting there. They're talking, <coughs> um, complaining that the um, criminal services unit is taking, or crime scene services unit is taking far too long to clean up the fucking mess um, and doing their thing and uh, basically just bitching and moaning from what you can tell. Um, a few minutes later, you do get a call. Um, while you hear them, oh yeah, cool, we're out of here, boss. Done. And they start, um, you know, heading down from where they are, circle at six, um, sweep in through that level, and that's where the last of you see them for the moment. Because I think I'm one of, after just listening for a little bit, I would have tried to just integrate myself with them, you know, and things like that, to try and find out what information they do know or things like that. So you just want to sort of pop down and say, hi, hey guys, what's happening? I heard something was upstairs sort of thing? Yeah, or... yeah. so it's like, well, that'll be my a excuse is I'm visiting a contact and things like that, can't reveal it, because she's putting on a full, you know, uh, media display type thing, you know. Okay. So, so it's... And 
I'm putting on my, before I say hello, and then I go, hey guys, um, before I put on the, the media, the, uh, the official hat, what's yep. going on and things like that? Yep. yep. And if they ask why I'm walking downstairs, well, the elevators, they tend to work, sometimes don't, so... Okay. So you've got your excuses. All right. So you start up a strike up conversation. And says, yeah, look. Um, all right, right. Um, let's see. Do either of them know you? Uh, no. But it says, all right, uh, you, you look the part. It's like, yep, yeah, cool. Look, we're just, you know, keeping an eye on things. Um, and through a fairly relaxed and sort of uh, free-flowing conversation, I'll ask for a conversation role to see what you can draw out of them for additional information. I believe conversation is either a... Empathy four and four, so... Is it an empathy-based skill? I didn't think really? I thought it would be something else, like cool. Uh, conversation is empathy. Oh, okay. So it actually... Maybe fav- you need to listen to the other person. Uh, I'm just listen to <laughs> I don't know... It seems to be having some issues still. He's only given me two because I've got four and things. So yeah, okay. Three, four on the on well, it the. Looks like you've rolled a seven. You've got four and four, so that makes God maths fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So um, yeah, look, you're able to um, ascertain that they've, they've just been called in. Um, they're they've them and crime scene services have come in. They've got the footage. Um, they're doing their thing. It's 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 all pol- official police stuff and. Netwatch is supposedly tidying up upstairs from what they hear. Um, doing a full sweep upstairs? of the building. Well, they're doing a full sweep of the building. Okay. Look, I, look, um, I don't question those guys. They don't deal with my shit. I keep off their turf. They keep off mine. It's simple. Um, uh, with, um, while at the appropriate time, uh, conceal, reveal object, I guess. Um, yep. I'm going to send a message to the others to actually just give them a heads-up warning, basically okay. about the sweep of the building. But carrying on with the conversation with these guys, it's not like suddenly cutting off from them there. It's just Smashing your hand against the table. Okay, I'll take <laughs> it that you... Please make the roll, and I'll yeah. let the roll happen while the other two are busy upstairs <laughs> and much pain is happening. We shouldn't laugh this much, but it is funny. <laughs> Also, presumably for a media personality, it wouldn't be uncommon for them to, like, check their emails and messages and things like that. Oh, of course not. And, like, handling calls from um, using their agent to say, yeah, look, we need to do this, or, you know, getting a call, or just, you know, the the kind of things that they can tap a few things, like automatic messages on the agent, or even just switching the agent so they can hear the conversation as it happens. Yeah. Um, And a subtle... um, Palm object roll. Outcome two. What is it even doing to you? <laughs> so for I anyone who's that going, right uh, underneath the fingernails. Ow. We changed some of the settings in roll twenty, and it seems to have uh, had some unintended side effects. So we that's why the skill checks are because the new yeah. version only, of from, only for Sherry. Yeah. The new version of the character sheet is actually meant to be good, but uh, Sherry Bombardier is suffering because they have neither stats nor skills. And that sounds like a, an initial character from hell, really. But... Ah, right, so we've got Intelligence 6, yep. 5 points, 
and a roll of a two. Okay, that's so, it's a it's a, a, a very lowly um, kind of thing. Um, they may have spotted, they may have not, but they haven't commented on it. <coughs> so, um, all right. So both Ardor and uh, Deuce, you get the note coming mm -hmm. in from Cherie about what the hell's going on. Um, and that was saying that they're doing a full sweep of the building, or that Netwatch is doing a sweep of the building. Okay. Please go and try and say they got video. Any chance I could get a copy of that or have a look at it at least? Um, make me. And she's kind of moving up that thing. Okay, make me a persuasion fast talk roll. Is it? A, it's one of those two. Or definitely persuasion. I guess we should use that rope that we took and maybe evacuate. Obviously, out from the building, outside, uh, repel down the outside of the building while the police are at the bottom Absolutely. and netwatch right. operating all the electronic security. Well, oh, that sounds 17 great. Seventeen on the it. dice is great for persuasion. <laughs> it's a cool of eight. So we've got a call of eight. Um, points of five. So that's so thirteen plus. That's thirty in total. Ten. That's twenty-three. Oh, uh, we rolled thirty. No, no, you've, it's yeah. already rolled a critical success and we're at add 7 to the roll. So that's 17 yeah. plus your 13. That makes 30, which is well beyond yeah. legendary uh, in terms of a result. <coughs> Some days it pays. They introduced me to the entire team. Oh, look, it's, it's like... Um, he just... Yeah, it says, well, I just happen to have a copy of it. So, and having a look at it, and it actually shows it to you there live. And you see both... Uh, the camera watching, and then both, uh, and the body in the room, and then Deuce, I thought it was Deuce followed by Ardor coming in through the door. Uh, you get reasonably clear shots of their faces. Um, and he's happy to flick across a copy of it to you for a bit of good old positive, um, positive <coughs> media coverage for Night City PD doing its job. <laughs> And Finding, we need to find these first responders who happen to come across this gruesome scene and thank them for being in the uh, proper authorities after finding such a distressing visuals yep. that they had to retreat. Did we get a message that Sherry is going to be distracting the police? Uh, well, I assume you have a, a live sound yeah. so you can hear Cherie distracting the police in the elevator uh, and also giving you guys a bit of a um an alibi saying that you guys happen to come across it it's not that you broke in you and you came across that and you left oh, what did they actually do i'm trying to remember from last session um, let's see i believe deuce <laughs> elevated up to 413 i don't Inside no, no, the, no. Uh, in, in the apartment, uh, Ardor, you found like some personal belongings and a, a in key. The sink. Yeah, I found yeah. a key. And so fled, ran out to uh, check the other room, taking the key with you. And I kind I, of, I, not I, ransacked I, the place, but I looked around the place rather than at the body. So we don't exactly look like good Samaritans. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking for a suicide note or something similar. Um, 
you're very persuasive, but you've got to look at the, the evidence, and he's flicked you a copy, so you now have a copy of it, so you can use yeah. it as part of your repertoire. Make a note of that, please, because you may want to use it later. Hmm. Where would I note that? <coughs> Just on a bit of paper, so you've got either an, or type it up or something yeah. in a Google Doc. Either or. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Ardor, what is your thinking? Because you obviously, you know, can hear them um, down thing. Um, as Sheree, as you're having this conversation, you're heading are heading down to level six, where they are going to head into the corridor. My thinking is we need to get out of here. Mm. Mm -hmm. How but big how? is the data server? Okay, the data server is a, I think it was a set of two foot wide cube, a two foot deep cube by about a foot wide by about two foot mm -hmm. high. The um, two aerial drones are basically briefcase sized things and they mm -hmm. sit in a slightly metallic briefcase which is probably, you know, foot, you know standard briefcase size, so about a foot yep. by, you know, three or four or five inches deep by about a foot and a bit on on the, the length side of it. Um, as to the dog drone, it's uh, a larger case, so it's more like one of those wheelie suitcases with yeah. the, the pop-up handles, a smaller one, though. <clears throat> there, there's because... probably a... There's probably... I was going to say, yeah, we've got a strong person here in Ardor who can probably carry the weight, but how awkward it will be to try and get out of there with it. Obviously, well... that's the question. Anyhow. We could rappel down the elevator shaft to the basement and see if there's like a sewer grate. And now to make everyone here basically salivate and decide to get some food. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I had pizza for breakfast. I've already eaten, so I'm good. Breakfast of champions and lockdown participants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. So. We really only need somewhere to hole out for the next couple of hours. Well, yes, we only have 30 minutes. Location. Yeah, because the cops will be done with their sort of door knock and. Um, forensic sweep. So, yeah. We well, could we even only have just wait an hour what? in the, the elevator. An hour, an hour and a half until we have to go to the place for the AV? Yep. Yeah, we've got that mission. So, um, um is there, when I, Epikari, do, um, sorry, Ardol. You've got control of the elevators. Can you get your gear and yourselves on top of the elevators and ride those along while the police are looking around? Yes, but I have an unconscious person with me who might wake up. <laughs> that's uh, the other that's fine. I had a plan for that. Uh, he uh, is gagged, but, you know, it's not bad. Uh, when I ran up the stairs to the final floor, mm -hmm. floor 13 is the final floor, right? Uh, it's a 14-story building, so there's one more above you. There's a rooftop. We're in, like, a major part okay. of the city. Could probably jump along roofs, or at least zip line, or, like, try and get down from the roof into an alleyway uh, or something. 
if we're that close to the ceiling, uh, to the roof, how much does it cost for a uh, open-minded AV taxi driver? Oh, somebody like Combat Cabs who come in and collect people yeah. from anywhere, including the combat zone. And this is just yeah. somewhere fairly safe. Like the motorcycle, it's only like 20, 30 euro. 20 yeah. euro for pickup plus, you know, a little bit extra. Plus for, a chip. Yeah. And, you know... Um, a, well, so, I think that's probably the best way out. Um, you obviously let Sheree know. Sheree's going to try and basically get all the team together uh, of the police, the MCP, yeah. and Night City Police Department, put yeah. together for a nice uh, visual shot, things like that, so they all can be seen in well, the thing doing their stuff. So it's, I'm trying to bring them all into at least away from elsewhere. To give okay. these guys from the window. Um, there's still probably cops outside. They'll will, see the combat. As you yeah. end, head into yeah. the uh, floor six where the crime scene is. You see the doorway covered with uh, nobody at the front of it. But the two cops go have a glance inside. And there's a couple of people inside and said, look, so you're not allowed to let you film here. So just, you know, motions you to stand back. Um... Putting, uh, aiming the the decoy camera, aiming down. Yep. So it's it's there, but other cameras are still active. Yeah. Happens to be, but the main decoy, special looking camera, is out of the way. Yeah. All right. Um. So at that point, um, one of the officers sort of touches to a head mic, and goes, "Yep. All right. What you got there?" And says, okay, we've got, uh, looks like people up on floor 13. Um, Netwatch has pinged the device that sent us the data. You got, we've got to scramble up there. Um, and the crime scene guys are basically packing up their gear into tubs and heading out there, heading out of the room as the two cops that you're standing with run back to the stairwell. One hits the elevator button. The other one starts running up the stairs. Are you guys not staying for the... Uh... The, the photo shoots and the display. I need to get you guys showing on here that you do. Uh, the guy standing by the by the elevator waiting for it to arrive says, "Sorry, boss says go. We go." Yeah, we would have heard that they're going up to the. Come on, just one minute. They're not like they're going to go anywhere. They don't know you're there. He, he glances at the elevator and the numbers ticking on the elevator. The other guys are already running up the stairs, but this guy glances and thinks, "Yeah, fuck it." And Bootlegs it back, stands there, looks all heroic, strikes a heroic pose, which, um, okay, he's just rolled a, a fumble one, two. Um, so he just looks like an idiot standing there, looking all trying to be all heroic and stuff. Um, doing the whole muscle pose, uh, kind of thing. Um, looks like a goon. <clears throat> the crime squad guys look, look, are standing behind him, just looking at him and going, and that's what you capture in terms of your photo. <laughs> that sort of. I'm just trying to buy the other two some time. Yep. Yeah. Um, right, so, would we have heard that they were going up to the 13th floor oh, through yeah. the yeah. radio? Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. So, uh, I'd ask you to grab the server. I'll grab the aerial drones. And let's go to the roof. What about the dog drone? Yeah. Uh, if you can carry it as well, otherwise... i got to carry this guy, man. So no, we'll I take that as a no. Guy. We'll take that as a no. All right. 
Yeah. So, all right. So, um, you are running up to the roof. Yeah. And do with we, the we know with the rope? Yeah, yes. we'd know Reverb's real name, wouldn't you? Uh, would you? Oh, did we get a Intel? Yeah, like an Intel file on him, or yes, give me a name then. Uh, Jonathan Drake. What? What about Bob Buttermilk? How about Jonathan <laughs> Buttermilk? That works. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just picked the name out midair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've got one body over your shoulder. Yep. You've got the server wrapped under other arm, and you're bolting up the stairs, followed by and Deuce with a pair of suitcases. Do we need reverb? I kind of want to frame him for the murder so we get away. Uh, yeah, we still need him for intelligence. And yeah. the handing off to uh, buy us some uh, yeah. cred. With okay. uh, uh, who's going to threaten us 24 years in prison. Uh, Cherry. If you can say to the cops that you had a tip come in from a, a confidential informant, it was a Jonathan Buttermilk who was behind the murder. He's a disgruntled former military... Yeah, he's former military, went crazy, cyber-psycho, and has been lashing out at people in the area. So, uh, Cherie's going to, um, after hearing that, is going to basically... Trigger something which makes her comlink actually sound really urgent with okay. a nose motion. Well, you've just taken the photo. The cop is moving back to the elevator to hop into it. And you're now going to do your little thing. Please make me what feels like a persuasion fast talk roll. I would want to say credibility because credibility seems appropriate for this situation as well. So Would one be complementary to the other? I think so in this case. How do I do that? So just roll a Persuasion Fast Talk and add your credibility of four on top. Uh, there's no Fast Talk, there's just straight Persuasion. Sorry, Persuasion. Persuasion, yep. <clears throat> My brain still thinks of it as Persuasion Fast Talk. A roll right. so, so we've got a base of eight plus five, 13. 13, plus three, roll 16, three, plus 16. your credibility pushes it to 20. Excellent. So... Um, all right, so you drop this little tidbit, um, building up a friendly report. I think you might need to know this. I've just got a report in. Mm -hmm. And you, you pass over the details. Um, the cop says, thank you very much. Um, and hands you, hands you his um, contact card um, for his agent details. Um, let's make this an Officer Murphy. I'm trying to delay them just that little bit more. With how quickly I move, I'm pretty sure I'm already at the roof. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just like walking down. Yeah, yeah. Even Deuce with the two suit. So you, you with all that luggage mm. and Deuce with a pair of briefcases, uh, you'll be yeah. there quite easily and you had enough lead time to escape. Um, uh, so restricting the fact... Well, I mean, with my body, it just wouldn't hinder me. No, it wouldn't. Um, sure, you do delay, delay the guy in the elevator who hands you the details before letting the door slide shut so that he can head up. Um, well, go, 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 you go, go. Deuce and Ardor, you do clear the roof and uh, you hit the uh, 
um, the roof access door that is locked. Um, and probably about oh, a few levels below, I'm not going to say how many, you can hear the, the fast thumping of footsteps of a heavy figure charging up the stairs. An exhaust is this now. a mechanical Not lock locked. or a uh, electronic lock? It's a simple keycard uh, electronic yep. lock. I will use my built-in tech scanner in my arm mm -hmm. to check what sort of frequencies and stuff and then run through and uh, bypass it. Run a bypass then. Please make me an electronic security roll as you attempt to bypass the lock with a small bonus of what? Tech scanner is either plus two or plus three? Uh, plus two. Yep. So that's big numbers, and yes, click, click, clunk. The door is as if it was not there. You're now on the roof, um, and you've made sure the alarm system on that door has not mm -hmm. triggered. Yep. Um, now you called the combat cab a little while ago, mm -hmm. um, but you are still standing on that roof as it is. Somewhere I will tell nearby. Juice to override the lock thing and force it to lock yep you want to oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep okay so i'll try to do a factory reset sort of thing so that any of the current cards won't work okay nice and easy click click yep. and you've got enough of a yep. roll there to, to cover that as yep. well as you move through and the door locks behind you yep um now uh we have you guys waiting on the roof for a combat cab to arrive. Um, at this present moment, sure, I think you can pretty much just walk out of the place. Uh, I'm going to take a quick look around to see if there's anything that I can tie a rope to and um, see if like there's any place below or nearby that I could easily put a rope to to get across, just in case. Yeah, yeah. It looks like an escape route. All right, well, yeah. we have... Um, basically, there's a small... The roof access ha stairwell mm -hmm. creates a thing that you can tie something to with a big loop. There are two elevator shaft cotting towers that have all the mechanics in them. And that has stuff on it that you can loop through through some of the iron girders that are holding that in place. You have a set of two air conditioning, like large air conditioning towers at each end that you can loop around and tie to. And there's stuff on that you can attach it to. Uh... So there are a number of points around the roof, including some uh, pipes coming out the surface and that sort of stuff, that you could loop things around so that you could escape. So and nearby buildings include uh, a lot of stuff around the same height. This looks like a whole bunch of um, brutalist-style architecture buildings that were put up at the same time as a massive city redecoration project that happened probably five to ten years ago. What's uh, the distance between the buildings? Um, so the gaps between the buildings in this case is probably two meters um, between you and the next building in the line. Um, between you and then across the road, that's going to be a lot more like 10 meters because it's a four lanes of road down there, two going each way. Uh, back the other way, there's more like about five meters gap between you and the building. Um, as it sort of does its things. I should grab a sketchbook one day. No, don't have one. I'm going to look at how far I can jump. 
<laughs> also, I checked the app on my agent for how far the um, combat cab AV is. Uh, two minutes, 37 seconds. Tick, tick, yep. tick, tick. Is there an option to click to say, we'll pay you more to get here faster? Do you want to click the urgent must-have-now option? Um, it basically pays I again. Think we're, I think I'll we're okay. I'll go up the stairs behind you, remember? Yeah, but that'd be going to level 13, not the roof. If they didn't hear a door open. Thank you for that, Peter. See how it goes. Yep. All right, um, so, waiting on the roof, time ticks, time ticks. Cherie, you get to the door. It's been about a minute and a half. The door is locked. Which door? The door to the roof. Sorry. I'm not going oh, up. Oh, you're not going up to the roof? I thought you yeah. were going, all right. No. Well, no, I'm going up to 13th floor because I don't quick look around them. They're going up there. I'm taking the next elevator up because that's an interesting story. Okay. Continuation. All right. So I you're gonna so my theme. All right. So you're gonna pop up there, keep doing the stuff for the story. Which um, dog would not basically be following police a couple of steps behind. Chasing story. Yep. Um, all right. So you get to the the thirteenth floor elevator. You can see the one, uh, basically the the virtual um, police tape across the doorway. Um, a little hollow projector that's just being slapped on the wall next to it. Um, she just does that and, and carries on. She's already been talking with them. They already like her already. Yeah, yeah. And inside the room, basically what they've got is uh, one guy is holding in his hand basically a large sort of round disc uh, that's about uh, six inches across or 15 centimetres. It's about five centimetres thick or two inches. And it's scanning the room. You can see lights flickering on the surface and as, it, as lasers sweep across the surface of the room. Um, uh, while another one has a handheld unit and is sort of s almost like sniffing around, uh, picking up scents and odours and stuff. Jerry's going to accidentally interrupt and, and disrupt them by asking questions and happening to get in the way of things. Well, they're in the well, room... You can ask questions and distract. If you walk straight in the room following after him, of, oh, have you found anything? You think, I'm basically just going to disrupt it so they don't get a, a fingerprint on these two. Okay. So. Um, um, she's, playing, um, she's playing the news reporter blonde angle. Okay. You play the nosy blonde reporter angle. Um, they are busy scanning the room. Where the other blondes, uh, I do claim the right of being blonde naturally to <laughs> myself on that. Okay. It is, I know it's a trope, and we've got to play it to it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you play to the trope, talking to them sweetly, and is that because you've already got their favour and that sort of stuff. Um, and Ardor and Deuce, your combat cab arrives, sweeps in, and... and tries to park on a lip of the roof so that you can easily hop on because there's not enough space on the roof to actually land. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. It's some reasonably fancy flying. 
and the door sweeps open. The guy sort of slides on, slides sideways up to the edge of the roof and then up a little bit so it's over the lip and then slides on and just gets enough of it, knocks, gets one of the pipes and just bends it a little bit um, as you two are able to hop on the cab. The door slides shut quickly and it's scooting off quick smart. As you're pulling away, you see a collection of three police vehicles down on the street, including one of which is actually a crime scene services unit. Um, through your nosing, uh, Cherie, you're basically, they're able to collect like bare minimum data about it. They don't get any fingerprints or anything like that or any hair samples um, of any real note. Um, they do collect the tablet as evidence, the robo-drone as well. Um, and that's basically it. They secure the room and lock it up as they go. <clears throat> Before they do leave, they do take a quick word with the building supervisor, um, basically to ascertain who this apartment was and who the other apartment was. Um, and yeah, you were able to pick up the, the names of this sort of one. Um, the person's apartment on floor 13 was one Mabel Miller. And of course we have Jonathan Buttermilk as the potential cyber psycho down on the lower floor. And this is the point where the police leave and everything's locked up and secure again. And um, the I'll building supervisor get... is now complaining. Now he's got two rooms to rent out. And one to clean up. Yeah. So Cherise is going to interview him, you know, as a method thing, you know, how he feels about having to do clean up. Does this happen often here? How does it feel to have a cyber psycho basically in your midst? Um, so, what, uh, uh, the guy locks up under camera work, doesn't know what to say. Uh, 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 you should give them a quick coaching, you know. You, you're <laughs> able to coax or coach a couple of answers that you want out of him. But he's just looking... In terms of interviewee, it's, it's not a good look. But, you know, after about five minutes of coaching and coaxing, you get maybe something you could stitch together as a comment if it was only about three seconds long. Yeah. Sort of single syllable word responses is what we're talking about here. Usually with a lot of pausing. Anyhow, um, where are you Thank taking you. combat cab two, uh, Dusado? Um, we'll take it to that place where we have to be the, um, what was it, junkyard? The junkyard on the edge of the city. So if we switch back to uh, the nice city, our, our car is still near the. We walked a fair bit of a way to get close. It was like a couple of blocks away from this building, wasn't it? Our rental car. Yeah. Yeah. The one that's rented out to is it Wilson. And that's yes. the one Cherie will be picking up to basically drive away. Okay. Cool. Um, on the radio. We'll tell Cherie that we're heading to the junkyard okay. that's out of town. So. All right. So um, I believe the junkyard is the green dot up the top there. And yep. Cherie, you're able to get there. I mean, the combat cab, you're charged, um, well, 20 euro for the call out fee, 
20 euro for the tricky pickup and another 60 euro for travel. And I'll give him 200 as a, if anyone asks, and then hold up the head of the unconscious guy, this was your only passenger, right? Sure, sure. I mean, the yeah. camera's been off the entire time. Oh. It's, it's he quick, right. he's, he pretty quick, quickly taps the delete button. <laughs> passed out drunk so as he came in. Off the cash? Yep. So it also just, in, um, in case the cops picked up his rego, we've got more sign that it was just the, uh, the cyber psycho who was fleeing the scene. Yep. <clears throat> so you are now um, somewhere on the streets of Westbrook, um, mm -hmm. standing on a street corner, server on one arm, Guy slung over the shoulder and a pair of briefcases. I'm not sure what you're going to look to for a place to do from this point onwards. What are we doing? What is in the area in terms of cheap motels, um, internet cafes, strip clubs, anything with like a private room? Um, or storage lockers? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, there is the, um, I would like to say a Fort Knox or the equivalent thereof mm -hmm. of a large retail storage outlet. Um, is that the place where we put the, put the pieces, um, put the, uh, um, storage container for is, our truck. Um, yeah. a couple of small internet cafes, um, but they're not big enough to stash a body. Um, and they look a little too reputable, um, as opposed to disreputable. Um, so yeah, it's the, there's a storage locker place. There's a couple of, um, derelict buildings as well, um, that, are not bombed out, but are standing empty from the financial downturn of about 10 years ago. Yep. Let's just kick the door in for one of them and hang out there. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to send a message through to our corporate overlords burner phone so alice was it alice yeah yep that's the name um hey corporate overlord kind of works too yeah, yeah um yeah uh basically saying um does she want to download the intel from one or from the netrunner from this uh brain dance operation it sounds great um I can get my text to work over the server because I know Ardor's already contacted us and you've hooked it up. Yeah. But we've lost the connection because you've moved it. Um, as to the tech, like... Wh yeah, what are we going to get out of him? Because... Uh, yeah, I... He seems like he's highly trained in the kind of stuff that we want to extract from him and I'm not too sure what I can get. Do you have any sort of uh, carrot you can offer, or is it just going to be pure stick? Well, I don't think I've got much of a stick, so I need to sort of offer a bit more of a carrot, I suspect. But it's we need to know what he's doing, or have been has been doing. Cause is there a potential job opening? We can make the offer, but I, look, if he's in deep with 
if he's ex Militech and in deep with Biotechnica from from what you've been putting together, um, I'm not sure what we could offer him that would pull his ass out of the fire. Um, you know, most corporations have a sour grapes policy. You don't do what they want, they will activate a boom yeah. code or um, wipe something important off your history, your mental fire, whatever you want to call it. So <clears throat> we need, like, we need something else to hold over him if we're going to be getting information, or we need to do some. Well, I'm not going to be dealing with some any heavy-handed interrogation because it'll look bad back here. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, we'll get what we can done on site. But if he is still in one piece to hand over to um, either Clinton Gates or the Militech people, then that might be a bargaining chip we can use. Especially trying to get Militech off your back. So, yep. don't go too hard on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, let's set up in the abandoned building. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh, how are you going to get the server to me so we can actually start interrogating it close hand? Because I know one of our netrunners got in, but they mm-hmm. weren't able, they were able to like start looking at the, what was there, but weren't able to draw out much of the stuff. I can courier it across. Sounds great. Yeah, like that shouldn't be too suspicious. So I'll. Yeah, jump on a... Just extract the critical systems so the package is not a massive thing because we don't need the... I mean, most of the server hardware is useless. Just pull yep. out the drives and send us the the data stacks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'll pull out the drives and if there's any sort of hardware-based encryption modules or something, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever I think is important. You um, have a lot of background in that yep. area, so make me a skill yep. roll. And as a field tech, you should be able to do it quite easily. Um... God, yes, with a roll total yep. of 25. That's great. Yeah. Um, then, all right, so you, you you rip all the stuff you need. You package it up in some sort of thing. Um, gee whiz, you have a suitcase. Oh, sorry, one yep. of two briefcases. So you strip it out and load up mm-hmm. the briefcase. It's all packaged, ready to go. Um, and there you'll be able to find a courier within two blocks walk, really, mm-hmm. who are capable of delivering back to the headquarters. Yeah. Um, getting things at all times of day and night. Oh yes, um, Sheree, you're still journeying through Night City in the vehicle uh, as um, it's going. And Ardor, anything you're doing at this point? Quick question: oh. is, um, This is a bit of a war question. Yep. Are cars here all manual drive, or are they grid guide, or something like that? Um, nomad cars are manual. Most of the vehicles within the executive zone will be um, electric, automatic guidance, grid guide, whatever you want to call it, say AI driven. Um, Most vehicles in the zone will be some form of automatic vehicle, um, not as opposed to a manual. Usually they are Chutu powered, which is a, a, a ethanol based alcohol uh, thing similar to petrol but it's all grown somewhere. 
and or they're electric and they're usually small shitty little vehicles but it can self-drive yes you can self-drive yes no i mean the car can self-drive um your rental cannot it's on the cheap end but you have education and it also doesn't matter if you do damage because wilson's gonna pay for it I've got something more important that I want to get to. I think I'll actually pull over and Nerd Cafe or something. I need to get this story out there and put you guys in some good light before the, uh, the, f- the first person to get the story out is the one that's believed first. Is the person who sets the name. So I guess me and Juice got to do the AV thing, man. Because well, that'll no, take a while. Take, like, getting the story written up shouldn't take too long. I think it might just be that we'll have to do the interrogation our way without jury then. Well, I'm going to go plans. <laughs> like, if, this guy if, ain't going to be walking right for a week. No, 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 it doesn't matter. Like, we can just leave him in the building for a while. I've got plans of what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Uh, you're going to micro-dose him on LSD, and then... Shree <laughs> just says, I've got a quick errand I need to do first, get him ready, and mm-hmm. for me to help work him over. Okay. Oh. So, anyway, um, is there any chairs in the room? Of course. In the area that we are? Well, yeah. there's pieces of chairs, there's... Yes, there'll be a chair and a, a old aluminum-edged table with a um, Malamine top in the late si- early 60s style. So, um, what does the roof look like? Um, it's patchy, um, oh, my brain's plasterboard or synth plaster. It's peeling bits and pieces coming up. This is an old derelict building, so it's rain soaked. So, think of this that place where the final scene where Blade Runner had that battle. Um, the the original Blade Runner that is. Um, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm I want to watch it, but I just haven't got the, around the time to see it. Okay, you should probably put in the time because it's a, definitely a worthwhile watch. It, but well, it's not the cold classic. Your ceiling, um, oh, the ceiling's basically it's plaster, but there's patches that are, are, are forming these bulges where it's pulled water and leaking down and busted through, and there's what, stains and peel, bits of paint peeling off all over the place. It's really suffered quite badly. How many rooms are in the building that we're at? Sorry? How many rooms are on the building that we're at? Well, what you're looking at at the moment on the ground floor is probably... It's a six-room business centre. So there's large sort of office spaces that have external access and you've kicked your way in through one of those and moved to one of the others. Um, most of the adjoining walls have been smashed in, so you've got that layer of plasterboard, the wooden um, studs that sit between it, and another layer of plasterboard, and somebody's basically just smashed their way through two layers and made a hole between it, and the hole's about that big, um, sort of connecting the two spaces. Um, so there's, basically each space is about five metres by six metres in terms of um, uh, sort of office, not office space, but, you know, retail space. Yeah. Uh, the one that you've just come through from has a whole pile of old metal shelving and it's been stripped completely bare 
and it's got like the brackets and stuff scattered all over the floor and everything sort of rutted and rotted and rusted. How much weight could one of the roofs take? Um, that's a really good question, and depending I on where you're standing, knows what I'm doing. Depending on which area you're standing in, it could be anywhere from as little as say 50 kilos um, up to the standard weight for having a whole bunch of people there. So it depends on what you're looking so, for. So with face, if if Ardor is trying to look at that and is asking for a second opinion, uh, would basic tech be able to find some anchor points that things can be hung from the ceiling? You know what I'm doing. <laughs> God. This is going to get dark. I don't know quick, exactly, but I've got some ideas. All right. Um, yes, with some basic tech, you can quite easily find some yep. anchor points that you can hook something up to the ceiling. Yep. Like jury rig one of the metal sheets from the thing, put a rope around it, tie him up, put a rope around his neck. He's under a chair, and then we can just leave that him there for a while. Gagged and whatever. Okay. And yes. You... Oh, okay. Yep. When she walks in on that, she's gonna tell you what the fuck are you doing. She's Please. gonna be the good cop. You're the bad cop. Okay. So you find uh... one of the back office spaces to do this in. Yep. Make me a basic tech roll to find a good place and rig up this contraption of security. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. So, 21? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, you find a, a back office space. Expertise. Yep. yep, find a back office space. You, you put some lugs into the roof. Um, and attach, I'm not even sure how to describe this, but somehow you affix him to a chair and have the metal thing as a counterweight looped around his neck. Well, so that... I think I know what, were you trying to make it, um, so that if it moves, it'll hang him. So it'll look yeah. like a suicide. Much, yeah. Okay. So the problem with that is people don't generally commit suicide with their hands tied. And if you leave oh, no, it, it doesn't matter about him. him. It's it's not meant to look like a suicide. Okay. It's just yep, so okay. that he can't move. Yep. And that, like, if he does move, he can't unbind himself because if he does, he's going to yep. hang himself. So basically, it's assurance that he cooperates. Okay. All right. So while you're spending a reasonable amount of time hmm. doing this, um, Cherie, you've been writing your story. Please, uh, is there a composition skill still? Uh, yes, there is. Excellent. So let's go with that one and make a composition roll. Um, yeah. Under so base, I've got six intelligence, five points, and I rolled a seven. Oh, added. 18. Nine, Thank you. Eighteen. Alright. So, right. so 13, so 6 is 13. Yeah, 18. Okay, so you craft together a well-written story. Sorry? Uh, Sorry. Did I add on the media skill? Um, credi is it credibility still? Oh, I can never forget the names. I always yeah, forget the names. Yeah, credit. So. Uh, show on this one. I know it's charismatic in impact for media. Uh, um, credibility, yes. Yeah. 
And I forgot to print the bloody list again. Alright. So, yeah. I'm not sure, because credibility seems more like it's the scale of impact that you can achieve when putting the story out. And I think something like having a well-written story gives you a bonus to that. So that's how I'm going to play it, I think. Um, so you've crafted written what, in essence, is a, a well-written story about what's going on. Um, and it you put those two in the Now, um, I'm not too sure what snippets of video you'll be using, but that is... Where is it? Paint, draw, sculpt? No... No, no, no. Photo and, film. And with our, our fellow, the supervisor, when it came to the point of learning that um, Jonathan Buttercup was a bit of a psycho and things like that, and things, his thing was, um, uh, yeah, well, um, you know, it's like he kind of knew about it, but he didn't really want to tell anyone about it. Okay, so you're going to cut that together. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to have to make notes about this because he's going to get pissed. <laughs> so that was the building supervisor, not the cop, right? Yeah, yeah, building supervisor. <laughs> so the media story, the, the story in okay. essence is uh, Buttermilk is a cyber psycho. Um, building supervisor knows. All right. Um, and all right. So now we need to flick over to the section on. Um, okay, I'm in trouble. I've made the GM read. Uh, I now have to look up the rules on this one. Sorry. Uh, one fifty one. Thank you. I must be in trouble. I've had the GM read the book. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, having right. a look at it, and if you have verifiable facts in your story, it gives you a bonus to believability. Yes. But there's no requirement to have verifiable facts for that's, people to believe the story. That's the thing. <laughs> but the there thing was is, a dead body in there for multiple months. Yeah. Yes. Um, you have one verifiable fact. <laughs> I don't think it's a huge amount. So, believability yeah. is 3 out of 10 if people buy it. Um, make me a credibility roll, please. How do I do that? Um, you should roll be able to roll and add your credibility. So, um, I don't even know what it's based off. Does it have, is it based off anything? Uh, I think no, it's, it's just rumors. a... No, look, just roll me a d10. That's it. Uh, basically, it says 3 out of 10 buy it. Let's go with 4 out of 10 because you if have at least got a lot a ver of... Yeah. Uh, base roll of nine. I should have said whether or not it's high roll or low roll. Nine is generally good, though. It One is generally is good. High. So, yeah. Let's go with people. Uh, yes, the story you pump out is believable. It is picked up by the news networks and it is spreading. Um, I'm going to push your um, reputation to two for that. <coughs> Actually, Ardo, yours reputation should be two as well because you've been getting your face around on the news. I don't know how this is going to do for your cult status since, um, well, you're trying to clear their name, I suppose. Um, but this takes you about two hours. I'm putting them in a good light. It's yeah. not a cult. It's an alternative lifetime uh, lifestyle community. <laughs> <laughs> 
If we can get an acronym that spells cult, even better. <coughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so that's going to take you a bit of time. You will arrive there, but it'll be a little bit down the track. You guys, it takes um, about half an hour to get uh, reverb. Community under legal turmoil. Well, I was thinking <laughs> conservative, <laughs> utilarian. legal terminology. <laughs> I was thinking conservative, utilarian, and then I need L and T. Loving, loving tribe. <laughs> Lifestyle tribe. Right, yeah. But anyhow, oh god, yeah, mm -hmm. okay, anyhow, moving right along. Um, you spend half an hour stringing him up, um, and that sort of stuff, locking him into place. It's now hitting around five o'clock. Um, the changing the guards will happen at six, uh, from what you were the told earlier. The guard's got to be awake by now. Sorry? Oh. The guard's got to be awake by now. Oh, this is reverb. Yeah. yeah. Um, make me a perception roll. while you're stringing him up. Whether or not you ought to ascertain he's been playing possum. No, you don't. Not with a rock. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just don't know. He's focusing on not killing him by strangulation. Yeah, yeah. Deuce, you're able to... Yeah, just with a few sort of... He's trying to play possum, but you notice that he is playing possum. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll give him a bit of a... Uh, prod in the ribs and say well this is better than the alternative play nice and you'll make it out of the situation <laughs> so we have the bad interrogator the neutral interrogator and the good interrogator alright well if... yet. I'm, I'm just going to say oh I'm going to say oh you're awake and then I'm going to use my brawling attack as an aimed attack on his leg Oh, so I'm just going to punch him in the leg. Yeah, okay. Give him a Charlie horse. Whilst he has no, to it's going him. to break his leg. Don't do that whilst he's literally having to stand on it. Charlie horse only. He's sitting on, on the chair, no, I believe. No, no. I'm going to just break one of his legs. <laughs> that way he won't no. walk very far. Oh, God. You just hear screaming coming through your earpiece saying, do not injure him anymore. Let him um, be... Oh, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. Go make me a roll. It, it's not much Actually, to, to think, but um, basically roll and get him He's to bound. Act. He's gagged. You can't miss. Um, roll me damage. More importantly, your strength is twelve. So that's what forty six. Yes, forty six. Um, and you're aiming to cause a broken leg critical. Um, uh, well, I only deal 15. What, what the what? fuck? Just type in slash roll 4d6 because I need to see if there's any box cars um, or sixes. You get double six and you've definitely broken the leg. If you get a single six, I reckon you have because you're aiming to do so. No, no, no. If an aimed attack, if a single piece of damage goes through, it breaks their leg. Well, then I don't even need to roll damage. You've just done it. You've just snapped his leg like a twig. Um, there is a scream, uh, quickly showed by motherfucker, <clears throat> as he wrestles around and 
deals with the pain, um, and then starts gagging a little bit. Uh, writes himself. I pick him up and put him back on the chair. Yep. Um, hey, I think he's got. I think he's got the um, the message there. You do have the message, right? Ah, fuck you! Through gritted teeth, spitting bile and a little bit of blood. And the gag. Yeah, yeah, this is into the gag. Mm. (coughs) So, you know the drill here. We're going to ask some questions, and there's going to be a good outcome or a bad outcome. He's breathing a little heavily. There's just going to be a bad outcome. Breathing a little heavily into the gag. He nods. He sort of got resigned yep. to it. Yep. This is the bad outcome and a worse outcome. He looks so... up at you. And then looks back at Deuce. Hmm. Waiting for the questions. Yep. We've got someone coming who's going to be asking the questions. Sit tight for the moment. Rolls his I'll eyes. Also... Um, I just thought of something. I am going to check to see whether he has any, uh, if there's any radio traffic coming from him. The short answer is yes. (laughs) He's already called for backup. Yeah. I just realized that now. (laughs) Uh, jam the signal any further. Yep. You don't know how long it's been going on, but it has been happening. Yep. yep. Uh, he's got a uh, built-in cyber comms. We need to move location. <sighs> we could just hang him. Mm. Uh, check in with uh, Cherry. How far out are you? Um, well, Cherie is going to be, Cherry's going to be like an hour and a half. She's still working. She's writing the article at the moment. Um, it's close to being done. And then she's got to put together the video stuff so that she can upload all the stuff that they need to Mm -hmm. support her article and get that, that happening. So she's out of the picture for probably another hour and a half. I'll just ask Juice, like, wait, when Juice noticed the single signal, was it like internal through cybernetics or... He's got cyber uh, audio with a radio comm, so the signal's been pumped yeah. out into the city somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I wouldn't know shit about that. Yeah. Um, so... I do have cyber tech skill. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to disable that? Yes. But we won't I... have time. We'll need to move, for, move first. Yeah. But it's to stop it from continuing to transmit. And I have a potential uh, tool to uh, use. If I apply my stun gun, which is <laughs> like a ranged taser. Do we have a lim- aluminum foil? We could just make a Faraday cage okay. around his head. <laughs> um, I don't think you have the tinfoil handy. Um, yeah. I'm a cultist. Why don't I wear tinfoil hats? So the government can't spy on my brain. That wasn't the fashion choice you put on your character sheet, so no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and disable his cyber ears. 
Okay, you're going to shut down the audio? Can, can you do that while we're moving? Yes. All right, then let's go. Not rip his ears off, just disable them. Yeah, so I'm not concerned if this makes him temporarily deaf. We can ask our questions through typed up questions. Yep. But I want to disable the cyber okay. um, audio. So make me a roll. Um, Ardor, while Cybertech. he's doing that, please make a perception roll for him. You're busy, Deuce, trying to disable the cyber audio. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh... Keep quick failing. Ooh. Please don't say things like that. It's not going to go well. <laughs> okay, so it is just me being bad luck. Uh, what am I going to use for punks? No, not those guys. Well, they will do for the time being. Can I, do they appear? Come on. And they don't appear. Wonderful. Let's just switch that back to a map layer and then drag in the cops. That's one cop. All right. So... Uh, is that supposed to just be a generic icon there, or is it supposed to be a... Picture? It was meant to have a picture attached to it, but I don't know what's happened, so it's just meant to be beat cops, and I was... Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, I'm just going to narrate this, because it's actually easier to do that way. So you're in the equivalent of this back room here. There's no stairwell up. It's just a, a flat square room with some crap all through it, and there's holes in the wall that you can access other points. Now, <clears throat> the first thing you realise that something's happening is when two flashbang grenades bounce into the room. Um, you can make dodge and evasion rolls if you so choose. Um, yep. You've just... Uh, Deuce, you're halfway through disabling his audio. It's pretty much the signal is done. You've just got to flick a few more things and it's done when the grenades come bouncing into the room. Uh, what are you two doing? Uh, I guess I will use my evasion for it. Make an evasion roll to try and dive out of the way. Uh, Deuce, do you have anything that can save your ass at this point? Nope. Yeah, uh, don't I'm going to principal... try the same thing to get okay. out of there. Make an evasion roll. Uh, yeah. oh. Jari, don't Do forget to protect the principal so he doesn't hang himself by accident. <laughs> that's, All right. that's an issue later. That's, a, that that's his fault if he hangs himself. Um... All right, both of you, uh, Deuce, you dive through a nearby hole in the wall into the next chamber, which is empty. Ardor, you just barrel straight through a wall. grabbed the briefcase? Um, briefcases? Yep. <clears throat> you can grab the briefcases. Um, I believe the server... Oh, one of them. One yep. briefcase. The other one's already been sent, yep. as far as I know. Yep. Um, with a 17, yeah, you, you're lucky enough to grab it before you duck out the thing. Mm. Um, the explosion goes off, sends ringing through your ears. Um, you catch the tail end of the flash around you and it hits your hearing deuce. Um, just sends your whole hearing ringing and you can't hear anything at the moment. Ardor, you've managed to get through a wall and get enough gap between you and the thing so that when the, the flashes happen and the boom happens... It doesn't affect you anywhere near as badly. Uh, Deuce, do you actually have any any form of cyber audio? 
not audio. I do have cyber vision. Okay. Well, yeah, your ears are going to be ringing for a while then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in the room behind you, um, God knows what happens. You hear things breaking apart and sh- smashing all over the place. Uh, what? Now we get into initiative. So, if you... Let's see. Where's the combat tracker? Um, oh, there we are. Advanced roll. What? No, that's the dice roller. Whoops. Turn order. Let's... Deuce is on there with an 11. Ardor, if you want to make an initiative roll. Great. Oh, no. I'll just trash the old one. Oh, where? <sighs> so, if you... I, I dragged yep. your token out. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. I clicked it. So I remember just, I had to click your token before and then do initiative. Yep. yep. I'm going to drop in. Come on, police, appear. Oh, yes, finally. Um, All in generic image. Yes. Oh, come on, just... No! Uh, I've got a grenade launcher. <laughs> God. It is a grenade launcher. I've got a stun pistol. <laughs> um, where the hell's the initiative roll system for this? Oh, uh, combat tab. The characters have no freaking thing, so let's just... Yeah, if you can... I'm pretty sure roll 20, you can right-click on the token and add turn. And it'll just add that to the yeah. track, and then you can just type it in manually. If I can actually get in the right position. Add turn. Great. Yeah. Combat tracker. Well. Yep. Useless guys. Um, then you should be able to manually yeah, edit yep. the initiative. Yep. Um, let's go with uh, nine. All right. And we should be able to then assault descending. Okay. Ardor, you're first up, and then we'll follow up with Deuce next because I'm feeling kind. So, how many people? All right. Which hole in the wall did we go through? Which wall? Um, you moved in here through to this way. Yep. There's another mm-hmm. block room on this end that they've come in through, not the street um, back alley dumpsterness that you can see there. Um, mm-hmm. But you've gone through that wall. Um, we will find a, an equivalent for. Yes, he can be a bozo. Um, thingo in the room, uh, reverb, yep. uh, and you don't know how many people have entered that room. I'm just going to put one marker there to show that there's people in there, yep. because well, you can pop your head in and have a look, and I'm certain they'll happily but- take the headshot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they take a headshot, I'll just end up dodging, because that's a minus eight modifier. I know. And I have invasion. Yes. Yeah. But all it takes is one exploding die to make you have a very, very bad day. If I can use luck. So, mm. uh, on 13, I guess, what's all going to do? Yep. Yep. 
So just to confirm, we don't see any cops in this room that we've busted through to. No, no, this is... Um, yep. Well, ha let's just make this an old freaking pool hall. All right, yep. it's trash there. The pool tables are totally wrecked. No. Um, the marble on the surfaces, well, it's not marble, it was plexicrete. Um, yep. It's just smashed up and thing. The whole room is being trashed. Um, I'm going to turn to Juice and just be like, do you know any first aid? And I'm going to look back and go, what? He can't hear you. Did you guys leave Rev in the other room? That's someone else's problem. Yeah, yeah, reverb's in the other room. How much damage did you take from two flashbang grenades? Well... Given that he's got a broken leg, um, is strung up and sitting on a chair, he's probably sideways choking because the flashbangs have a bit of a, a percussive effect yeah. as well. Um, yeah. If he has cyber audio, which we know he does, hopefully he's not completely deaf. He may well be completely blind, unless, of course, he's got cyber optics as well. We'll see. But that's not a question for now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, kitty cat. No, okay. So Let's I dodge through the wall. Did I see any cops enter? Like, you know, people entered the room behind you, but did I hear which you, way they entered? They entered from the other side of the wall, over here. So if I just give you a pulse, right there. You guys have gone through the wall that side. So there's one or more police officers have just entered the room, or entering okay. the room as I'm we speak. I'm going to blind fire my grenade launcher in the underbarrel into, like, that direction if I did hear it. Well, you don't know where it is exactly because the flashbang has destroyed any semblance of direction in terms of hearing. So you can make a blind fire roll. Make me a roll. Let's see what happens. What type of grenades do you have standard loading as well? I think that might be important for... <laughs> Are we talking damage. That sounds like a frag grenade. It's incendiary. Incendiary. Okay, so we're not looking at chunky, so chunky salsa. We're looking at crispy chicken. Moving right along. Mm. <clears throat> well, it's the only grenade that deals damage. Yes. By, from a grenade launcher. Make me a roll. You're, you're wanting to fire blindly into that. Um, where do, uh, blind fire. What do we do for blind fire? I feel that this is more luck-based than skill-based, really. Um, yeah. so, yeah, a minus four for blind fire, just straight up. Uh, make me an attack roll for somewhere in that room. Hey. Okay, you hit something. There is an explosion and uh, the explosion radius of the grenade is like five meters, isn't it? So the entire internals of that room has just been coated with a burning napalm-like substance uh, mixed with probably a little chunks of white phosphorus. It is now all on fire. Then I roll the damage. Oh, please do. Please do. 20, 20 points of damage. And oh, but I think it... No criticals. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, 
So, oh, I'm pretty sure they're all on fire and they take like two damage per turn yeah. unless they put, they, um, put out. it out. Yes. They have to spend the whole entire action to put it out. Yeah. Yes. We're supposed to hand Rev over. Okay, so we can now establish Turn's that strange. Reverb is most likely dead. Yeah. Uh, unless Trauma oh, Team happens to be on site to extract <laughs> pieces. But, but, moving right along, you two. Uh, okay, so Ardo, you've dropped the grenade into the middle of the room and coated it with fire. Deuce, what are you doing? I. My initial reaction was to just make it out to the other side. Is that a street side of the building? Yes, it is. Yeah. So I'm What's your move? running to there. Yeah, so uh, two moves. moves. So your move stat doubled because you're doing it twice. Um, uh, where are we? Go back to move is yeah. only five. Okay, make so me an athletics roll fast. to get across yep. the room and out a boarded up window. That is more than enough. Athletics. Yep. Yep. You, you, you knock a few boards out of the way as you exit out into the thing. Your ears are still reverberating greatly, and your vision has got a little bit of blurry spots from the stuff, but th that's clearing quite quickly. Um, yeah. Unless you've got level dampeners. No. No. Flash suppressors, whatever it is. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I'm out on the street? You are right out or... on the street at this point. Yeah. Um, Ardor, the police officers are going to return fire. Um, They're on fire. So they're going to take damage if they don't put themselves out. Well, the ones that haven't entered the room are doing that. The ones that have entered the room are... Well... Okay, so do we get any decent numbers? Twelves. Nah, at this range, that's not quite going to hit. So you get suppressive fire laying across... All the area behind me, but um, you're unless you stuff up, it's not going to hit you because it's just far too low. Um, <coughs> so make me an evasion roll to avoid getting a random bullet lodged in your side. Um, but it's a fairly weak source and it's all over the place as things. Um, 23? Yeah, yeah, more easily more than enough. Um, you can take a whole meter step to step back out of the way if you really want to. Um, and you I'm hear going the, to... the flash of the, the whoosh of fire extinguishers going off. I am going to look at the uh, thing so, to see how far I can move. Um, I'm not sure what your move stat is, but... It's eight. Eight, so you can cover eight meters. Um, if you want to do a double move, then... There's, you can easily clear out onto the street. Um, otherwise, you can cross this room, one, two, three, four, five, oh. six, seven, and just get outside into the street, but you'll need an athletics roll to move through the, the, the window. So what you're saying is, I could go in, pick up Reverb's corpse, and then go out in enough time. Um, you're pushing shit uphill here, but if you want to make me an athletics roll, I'm, I'm going to need a 21 out of you to... Step into the fire, grab what we hope is the body, and then boot tail it, bootleg it out of there. Is this yeah, I'm going to use all my luck, and then it's a natural <laughs> twenty. Okay. <laughs> God. All them bones. <laughs> 
Roll them bones. Even without luck, I would have gotten a 20. Yeah. So I got 26. Great. So you step into the room, you grab Reverb's body. You can tell because it's the one with its hands tied behind its back and the broken leg. And then leap back out of the room, cross the open space through the window, shattering boards everywhere. Um, as you hear more gunfire from behind you, but since it, we're going cinematic mode at this point, um, it doesn't hit you at all. <clears throat> you both are now on the street. You are holding Reverb's body in your hands. Uh, Deuce, you have a single um, briefcase with a drone in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what to from this point? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Cherie is probably going to be doing a part two follow-up on her expose of these guys being vigilantes, hunting down the psycho, and basically... Um, if you were there you get, to get the footage, sure. But you're not. Oh, no, we yeah. out the footage later. I don't I, think I, we probably... want to be connected to this guy at all anymore. No. I mean, the good news is the cops didn't see us fire that incendiary grenade. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they would have been really distracted by all the fire of us jumping in, of me jumping in, and then getting him all away. I'm wondering Actually, if we oh, by the way, Reverb is on fire. Yeah, that's fine. He can stay on fire. <laughs> Your hand I'm up. happy to try and put him out. Okay. And just I, move. I, I will say this for the interest of the story, that the cops should roll perception to see if they got higher than what I did, and if they did, they noticed me. Um, okay, I have a pile of co- cops here, so let's just go for it. Well, that one did. Interest of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some extra dice. (laughs) Some extra dice. Well, it depends on which way you guys are exiting this situation. I know, I I think I have, you know, from my uh, Vampire the Masquerade days, I think I have Uh, enough dice. Yeah, enough (laughs) dice left over at this point. Yeah, Yeah, many D10s. I can roll the whole lot. And gee whiz, three of them might actually spot you. Um, Yep. So, you are out on the street. The cops are doing whatever the cops are... Well, whoever is doing whatever the hell they're doing. <clears throat> what way are you exiting and how are you getting yourselves the hell out of there? Um, I'm going to try and go, like, with Ardor a block away. Okay, and are we talking... I'm going to try and boost the car. Out of the way or down? Uh, let's say... Relative to the map on the screen. From relative to the map, a block east. East. So, straight away. I'm going to get rid of this thing. Don't need that anymore. Further along. further away. So, you bootlegger it across there. Um, Mm -hmm. you get, um, think this, since this is the, um, what's the name of the bloody place? Uh, it's not Haywood. It's not any of the others. We're switching back to the other. New Westbrook. New Westbrook. All right. Yeah. Um, you head across New Westbrook. Um, in terms of vehicles, um, nope. Um, the closest to a vehicle you see is a pedal bike chained up against a post, and the back tire back tire has been removed and stolen already. Okay. Um, it's front um, pedal drive. Um, so there's nothing we- around here you can easily steal. 
Uh, looking, looking back towards um, the place, please make me a perception roll, both of you. And we'll get that done out of the way as I describe the rest of the scene. Um, so, yeah, looking back, you can see the building on fire. There's smokes curling up but you can't see any lights from flames downstairs from where you've just exited. You're about a block and a half away at this point. <clears throat> you keep glancing back uh, in relative order. So, perception, outcome 13. Yeah, not so much. You're not doing too well on the perception stuff, Ardor. Um, so, 20 for Deuce. Um, yeah, you notice a Biotechnica um, AV that's circling the building. Mm -hmm. um, the sides are open, and it looks like uh, down the rappel lines, at least six or more, four rappel lines hang from the side of the vehicle. Um, and you can see it, the lines are st still curling back up, and the as the vehicle does a slow orbit of the building. Yep. <coughs> um, I'm going to ride on my agent to Juice, being like, we can steal the AV. We can take the AV from the junkyard. I think reverb's a liability now, as I'm saying slightly too loudly. <laughs> Let's dump him and move on. What did we need reverb for again? Uh, to basically credit uh, and collateral to hand in exchange of it for us. Our freedom. Reverb is like a bit of evidence. Something you can throw to, to, Microsoft, to Microsoft. Militech. Militech. Um, to yep. say, hey, these other guys are doing bad shit and it's all their fault. And here's your uh, We can do that with Winston anyway. Um, we are few of them. your team. But no, we've got the uh, we've got the hardware and data for what was going on there for some of the things. Yep. So we can use that. This was another layer of extra uh, things to help us, but I don't think it's needed. So you're just going to dump the body in the street? Um, I'll put it in the back of the pedal cab and get the hell out of there. <laughs> so you're just going to leave it with the? It's not a, yeah. You're going to leave it with the pedal cab and just walk off. Oh, and it's still on fire. No, I'm Deuce is putting it up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. He could have so... been Ghost Rider Deuce. <laughs> yeah, at this stage, it's the chance of it biting us in the ass is too big, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Once she finds out about dead. Once she finds out details, she'll probably do a, a follow-up one. Not including you guys, but the fact of... It looks like someone has decided to be a vigilante and uh, taking it out on our local cyber-psycho. Deep-fry the corpse. Did we uh, make sure he's dead? Dead dead? Do you want to put a bullet through the brain pan? Yeah. Okay. Th that's not even going to take rolls because, gee whiz, yeah. he's unconscious, pretty much dead. Got these third degree burns over most of his body. Um, and I lose a bullet. Yes. Yeah, maybe. And did they just attract attention again and need to run again? Does your gun have a silencer? Yeah, that's fine. We can circle back. Okay, you start bootlegging it. Um, I mean, we're in overpacked suburbs, so there's probably like lots of gunshots anyway that people won't really care that much. Well, it's 
it's a reasonably yeah. five to six, five to ten story buildings everywhere. Uh, dumpsters all over the place. There's derelicts, but there's also a lot of uh, field stuff. Yes, you hear the occasional gunshot, but people aren't... Well, there are a couple of people travelling home at this time of night, but not many people... They're all ignoring you. Pointedly ignoring you. Because they don't want uh, trouble from fleeing. Flag down a taxi if there's any in the area. There are no vehicles in the area. I've already stated this. You okay. still need to oh, get the AV. So no traffic vehicles either. No, there's like okay. the only look. The closest to a traffic vehicle you will see is people on pedal bikes. Yep. Okay. Um, not even motorbikes at this point. Um, yep. You might just shoot him in the head on the streets, and then I'll just tell Juice that we need to get that AV because that is our job from Militech yep. to help them. Yep. Not AV, not the AV above you then. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. The one in the junkyard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and we're, you, we're a few blocks away, so we can circle around and go in a different area. So you, you wander around for a bit through the streets and then make your way to the, um, the junkyard. Uh, um, well, I was going to probably wait for Cherie to be available first. Yep. Well, what I was thinking is it probably, you know, it's hitting about two hours. We might call it a close mm -hmm. here and have you all yep. set up outside the junkyard ready to do your thing. Cherie, your story has been released um, to surprisingly widespread effect. Um, that'll also come out next session. Um, and so that calls it quit for tonight and tonight's session. Um, thank you for your time and um, yeah, make use of Cyberpunk Red and all our resources and such. Um, hook up with the game, whatnot. We have a Discord, Facebook group, and website. So, yeah, check it on out. And thank you for your time.